go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. All right, everybody. Jeff Sintel, dognation.com. Welcome in. Grab a chair. Uh, grab a like of that like button. Tell me where you're from. Uh, this is another edition of Before the Hedges tonight. Uh, that's the weekly uh, live recruiting show on all things Georgia football recruiting. Uh, we've got a special uh, thing tonight. Never before happened in the history of Before the Hedges. Does it sound like I'm pumping things up a little bit too much? That's just how, I guess, juiced I am to be able to share with you guys um, a couple of conversations regarding recent Australian punter commit, uh, Brett Thorson, uh, to the University of Georgia. He committed late last week. Uh, we had a we had a fun we had a fun chat. Of course, there's a 15 hour difference between uh, Eastern Standard Time here in Georgia and then in Melbourne, Australia, where he's from. Uh, we had a chance to talk to uh, his uh, kick his kicking coach Nathan Chapman at Pro Kick Australia. We also had a chance to talk to Brett. And for for you guys out there, I think the kick that you'll get out of it. Uh, I'm not trying to use a pun there at all, but you'll get a kick out of just listening to the young man, listening to his coach, hearing those definitive, uh, those beautiful Australian accents uh, that they have to share as they basically articulate how a young man from Melbourne, Australia, who didn't even really know how to punt in an American footy, uh, a gridiron ball, as they call it sometimes, they didn't know how to do, he didn't know how to do that until like maybe last March, last last April, last May. And um, in less than a year, he had already, matriculated well enough to be a Georgia football commitment for the class of 2022. Really good to talk about that. Uh, of course, our show every night is brought to you by Kroger. Uh, what a fine partner they have been for all things Georgia football and Georgia recruiting on Dog Nation. Uh, we also have um, our regular stuff this week. We have our top targets. Uh, we have, uh, you know, the online chatter. We got a lot of things to get into today. But first, I uh, just want to say thanks to Facebook. Thanks to everybody on YouTube's watching. Um, hope you guys are having a great evening. Hope you guys had a good Easter. And yes, of course, uh, it's Masters week. I had to wear uh, an OG uh, Masters polo uh, from a visit that I had to the National. Hope everybody's getting a chance. If you're out, if you're watching tonight, and you get you got tickets uh, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, or maybe you had practice round tickets or maybe you had a par three contest ticket for today, well, lucky you. Um, love this time in the state of Georgia when you've got the intersection of college basketball, spring football, you got the Masters, you got the start of baseball with the Atlanta Braves. Um, it, it just feels like a very um, overloaded week of sports here uh, in the state of Georgia, even while most of the schools across Georgia are on spring break. Maybe we've got some folks joining us from the beaches of uh, – Walton County and South Walton and Panama City, Rosemary Beach, places like that, Seacrest, Alice Beach, Seaside, uh, places like that. Um, hope everybody's having themselves a good night. So the first thing I want to share with you guys tonight um, on our Before the Hedges program, and reminder, this this also becomes a podcast. Uh, it also, you can find it on the Apple Podcast platform. You can find it on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, among others. Uh, I'm going to start things off with a, a conversation. Now, we've got two conversations tonight regarding all things Brett Thorson. Uh, the first of these we'll bring to you right now is with a, a conversation we had with his 
kicking coach at Pro Kick Australia. That's Nathan Chapman. Nathan actually uh, did some clinics, worked with the Ray Guy camps and the Ray Guy clinics over in the uh, we're in America, over in the United States for a time. But he's been in Australia working with a program called Pro Kick Australia for about the last 15 years. Uh, they sent more than 170 of their of their uh, campers to uh, to uh, big time college football. A couple of key stats here. If you want to think about the invasion of the uh, Australian punter, it seems like over the last few years, it's like the latest edition of the iPhone or the iPhone uh, 12 Pro Max. It's like everybody's got to have one of these. Uh, six out of the last Ray Guy winners have been Australian punters. Uh, there were 65 Australian punters um, in, 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 I guess, Power 5 football, Division One football a year ago. That number is expected to jump up to about 80 this year in 2021 for the 2021 season. And um, of the 10 semifinalists for the Ray Guy Award uh, back after the 2020 season, five of those young men were from Australia. Uh, the All-Big Ten punter uh, at Iowa, he's from Australia. Kentucky has, a, has an Australian punter now, I believe Florida, Texas, a lot of schools around the Southeast uh, in major college football. They've got themselves an Australia punter. And now so does the University of Georgia. Here's our first of two conversations tonight regarding uh, Brett Thorson. I'm going to set it up. This is with Nathan Chapman of Pro Kick Australia. One of the things we first started talking about was once Brett Thorson committed to Georgia, uh, you saw on social media that a, that's a couple of fans here and there started looking for that play on words with his last name, Thorson. They thought of Thor's hammer. They thought of the global box office smash, which is the Avengers movie franchise. So our first question I'm setting up here with Nathan Chapman is, what does he think about that nickname some Georgia fans have already given him uh, by the name of Thor? Let's take a listen here on Before the Hedges. You know what? You probably could because he's a he's a he's a well he's a well built um, athlete. Um, so Thor would probably work for him, but he's uh, he's got tremendous power and um, a pretty quick leg swing. So it it looks generally pretty easy for him. Um, so he, he certainly does um, pack a punch when he kicks it. So, uh, yeah, Thor might not be a bad one. What would you say or how would you describe his strengths as a punter? What do you think that really stands out and captures attention? Um, um, so, uh, I would, um, what would I say? He's a, he's a, a physical specimen. With a cannon of a leg, so it's. Um, I think you're going to see a. I'm going to. I think you're going to see. People are going to really quickly see that the ball blasts off his foot. You know, with with a fair amount of speed. So. Um, yeah, we'll we'll. He's got quite a long kick. Um, we're going to continue to work on his hang time, um, and yeah, you know, make sure that. You know, again, we want to always match up the hang time with the distance, but I think, yeah, people are going to see that, uh, yeah, it's going to pop off his foot pretty well and they're going to be excited for, for what they have over the next few years. you think he's farther ahead with his hang or ball speed or just his just length and distance? What do you think are maybe his strongest tools in his toolbox right now? Um, whoa. 
you got a metric that says it's certain miles per hour off his leg that really captures attention, or what, what do you use there to quantify that? Um, well, I mean, that, that generally relates into distance and hang time. Um, and, you know, it's... Let's just say... Let's just say... Uh, it's not uncommon for him to hit 65-yard plus ball. So, uh, it pops off his foot well enough to for him to casually kick a 60-yarder. Wow. So, that's not... You, does that make sense? So, he's yeah. not putting that much... He's not putting all of his effort into it to just scrape out that distance. So, there you have it. Is it really considered scraping out that distance when the thing goes 60 yards down the field? And another thing Brett Thurston told me is the, the way they measure their kicks in Australia is it's not off the footy. It's not off the foot. It's actually off. Uh, you you got to really tack on 15 yards, 10 yards or so, because uh, that's how far back they are from the line of scrimmage. They measure their punts from the line of scrimmage. for. So for Brett Thorson, uh, with, I guess, Thor's hammer of a leg, to be able to drive the ball 60 with ease and 65 with regularity. Um, that, that ball's really flying, guys. He'll be 21 years old. Uh, he's 21 year, years old now. He'll be probably 22 by the time he ever takes the field uh, for the University of Georgia. 6'2", he's about 2'10", two, 2'15", two can really throw the ball really fast. This young man is an athlete because uh, he grew up his entire life playing Aussie rules football. Some folks in America would call it rugby, but the AFL is very much a thing, very much a thing there. And uh, just a just a really neat story. It's nice hearing uh, the really the first international recruit of the modern era for Georgia football. You got to go all the way back to the 80s and Richard Tardit's out of France to find a similar international player that will be coming in and playing on scholarship. Um, lots to, I just, I just really, guys, I just really love this story. It's a unique, it's a different story. Um, John Adams, how are you? Bruce Eklund, how are you, man? I like the, uh, I like the, uh, I, I like the, uh, comment here about, uh, start time lags. Uh, sometimes, man, we're just trying to get everything right for you guys and, uh, also follow some news, which might be, might be going on as well. But, um, I guess you guys can't wait to hear and see Brett Thorson. And we got a good conversation here. Uh, we actually, we actually uh, taped it late last week after he committed to Georgia. Uh, maybe you saw some of the comments, some of the quotes on dognation.com. I believe that story ran on Sunday. Uh, I believe Sunday, but um, you got to hear him guys. You got to hear him on before the hedges. That's what we normally do with a commitment. We try to get them on before the hedges as quickly as possible. We had Jalen Walker this week and, Last week, excuse me, and now this week, you guys are in for a treat. Sit back, listen to uh, Dog Nation, just uh, having a good old chat, I guess I would say, with uh, new Georgia punter commitment, uh, Brett Thorson out of uh, Melbourne, Alabama. You guys are going to like this. Um, first of all, congratulations. Let's act like human beings here and not like, you know, uh, formal interview or whatever. Uh, man, that's a good day for you, man. I talked to Nathan and he says, man, it was a really cheeky day here in Australia. We had a punter commit to Georgia. And I was like, I didn't expect him to say cheeky day, but he said cheeky day. Yeah. yeah. 
No, we have some interesting words down here, but yes, it's uh, it's a very big day. It's been um, just, I guess, the comments and stuff. You really like find out firsthand how big this is in America, and like how big a thing it is to play for Georgia. So, probably got all these American reporters reaching out to you, man. Like, I mean, I just drill a football, man. That's all I do, man. But all of a sudden, you're like a celebrity. Yeah, exactly. I've got a few reaching out, um, so I guess happy to. They're all very confused with the concept of how an Australian ends up in Georgia playing football. So that's quite funny. And trying to explain that has been enjoyable. So um, Nathan gave me a good background. So let me tell you the funniest things I've heard so far. Um, basic stuff. He said you're about 6'2", 215. Is that about right? Yeah, about, yeah, 6'2", 210. He said... Yeah. I think you're anywhere from 19 to 21 years old. Did he get any of that right? Could he check your ID the right way or how old are you? Yeah, he did. I turned 21 a couple months ago, so. Okay. Um, now, he said, this is what he said. He got on, he got in all this Jedi master, punter, kicker, guru type stuff. Is he said he can casually lay his foot into a ball and it will go 60 without him really, really, really trying to put any mustard on it. And then he said, yeah. kind of consistently, you know, bang out a 65-yard punt. Are these, is, he, is he giving you the right stuff there? Is he embellishing or is he lowballing you a little bit? Nah, he's like, when I'm on, that can be the numbers. He's been, I guess. But, yeah, he's, he said, he's the master, so to speak. That's who I'm learning about. So he can credit himself for that one. He said, um, he told me a funny story. He said, um, it's funny because they have so many guys in the program and you have to get kind of placed into the program. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, he gave me great stats. He said they put about 170 punters into college football in about 15 years. He said yeah. there'll be like 60 or 65 guys in college football next year from his program. Uh, but he said, it's funny. They got your name mixed up or something like that. And they, they sent you home. Is that is they, that's your side of that story, man? That's gotta be that's hilarious. Yeah, pretty much. We were talking about last night with the two coaches at training after training was over. I like I like to kind of pick on one of the coaches about it. Uh, just the fact that he almost didn't let me in. But yeah, pretty much we have to um, contact them and then they say, All right, we have an assessment, like they have assessment days. So about a group of ten of us had an assessment on this day and there was a bunch of the like guys already in the program at that day and after the day he sent me the like welcome pack and the yeah we want you to join but I didn't hear from him for about two months but thankfully I uh, talked to Chappie after train as well and had his number so I just flicked him a quick message and the other coach got back to me very apologetic uh, and yeah we only like really brought it up recently and he found out that my name got put under like Oh, well, my photo got put under a different name. So he pretty much just thought I was a different guy. Late January, early February, uh, one of my coaches let me know that uh, the Georgia coach Hartley uh, liked my film and was interested in more film and having a chat with me. So since then, we talked for about two months uh, to finally receive the offer to go there. So when did they offer you and when did you kind of deliberate over it? Uh, they offered about one and a half months in, so that'd be two weeks ago now. 
Oh, wow. So you took two weeks to think it over, I guess. Did you have other offers or were George, was Georgia your only offer? Nah, with Pokey Australia, we uh, only communicate with the one school. Uh, we kind of respect them for uh, their interest in us and we don't entertain our other offers or send our film out to other schools. Uh, we allow them to go through their recruiting choices and uh, decide if they want to take an Australian. But I accepted it straight away. Um, I've just haven't announced. So, so you've been uh, committed for about a month, a couple of weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks I've been uh, committed. So, wow. Have you ever been to America? Uh, no, I haven't. So I guess you get to take an official visit on George's dime, right? You're going to do that? Are you going to come see him in like June when you can do that? Or what's that going to be like? Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to come over providing COVID uh, allows it in terms of quarantining with getting back into Australia. Wow. So uh, if that's allowed, I'll hopefully be able to take one. Uh, if not, I guess it'll be my first time in January when I touch the end. So how does this work? Now, this is the good part. Do you have to send film of you just shellacking balls? I mean, like, just literally like, okay, coach, this is 65 yards. This is a hang. You have to, like, spell it out to him and let him see it through the video. I mean, that's obviously how it has to get done, right? Yeah, that's how it goes done. We say, like, all right, we're going to have – we're going to kick right, like directional right, and we're going to try and kick spirals right. Uh, then, obviously, they can time it themselves. Uh, that's the most – accurate correlator because the video gets done from like our right shoulder mostly but if you do want to show the yardage you're kicking you'll have someone stand up 50 60 yards away and then when the ball comes in they'll kind of like go with the ball to show this is where it's landing so yeah there's all sorts of different videos different kicks that you just make a big collection of and uh send them over so what was it like talking to Coach Hartley and Coach Smart? I'm sure they had to – or they like, that gum, man, we got to have you. I mean, when did they start knowing – did they did they give you the energy that they really wanted you, that you could come and make a difference? Or what was that – what was all that like? Yeah, that was great. I talked with Coach Hartley weekly um, and loved my chats with him. He's like the ultimate family man and uh, made me just feel a part of like the Athens family kind of straight away and was, yeah, really like inclusive – of uh, me going to Georgia, um, which I felt very welcomed by. And then Coach Smart and Coach Cochran as well. That was, um, they were funny chats. They were just, they were just enjoyable chats and they were good. It was more funny than like a serious chat about football. Um, so they also made it feel very welcoming. And then I had a few uh, message exchanges with a few of the other coaches like Coach Disher and Coach Ray. So, and uh, they were all very, and they all took their personal time to make the calls as well. They are due to the time difference. So, yeah, so what, what would you think? How would you describe the way you punt the ball right now? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Um, yeah, strengths would be probably the power side of things. Usually we try and match the two. So the hang will be the same as the distance, uh, depending on conditions or obviously it'll be different in a game uh, to how you want to punt. So I'd say the power would probably be the strength. Um, and then what we're working on now is just getting it to the consistent point where you're kicking this, like you're controlling it and kicking it over and over again. Uh, so you have no bad balls at all uh, is the goal. So that's why we're training 
and we still have eight months to get it right and perfect it, so to speak, until I get to Athens. So, yeah, I'd say that would be, yeah. So, hammer, that's probably your strongest thing right now, right? Um, yeah. The, the funny things here are, uh, why Georgia? I mean, did they just okay. say all the right things? Or did, I mean, it was it all basically like, okay, it's American football, it's in the SEC, it's a great college program, and, and that's how it came to be. Is that, how would you describe how it came to be? Well, yeah, like, there's no, there's no negatives about Georgia. Um, everything you look at is a positive. There's a uh, getting to follow Jake. Uh, obviously, he's had an unreal few years, and hopefully they have another unreal year this year. So, obviously, getting to follow him, he's already opening up a position, so to speak, that says, like, the Georgia punters are good. So, the attention is there. And then the elite program, the elite staff, uh, the education, that's obviously a big one. Uh, it's close to Atlanta. It's south. So, obviously, football's huge. There's, they're all positives. There's uh, no negatives about it. So there you go, folks. Isn't that fun listening to Brett Thorson? Okay, so number one, great guy to talk to. I want to thank him. I want to thank uh, Nathan Chapman of Pro Kick Australia for their time. Learned a whole lot about Australian punters. I wrote a bunch about it on uh, dognation.com because that is a story uncommon to anything that I had ever uh, been around in covering You know, high school football, college football recruiting, college football, and now my time here at Dog Nation, which kind of combines a lot of those things. When you, you spoke to those gentlemen, you, you heard just such colorful, colorful words like um, cheeky day. You saw you heard blokes for friends. They call football a gridiron ball. Uh, they talked they talked about spiral punting. Uh, there are such a things as banana punting. Uh, when they talked about when he discussed like I said, like, what's the biggest stadium you've ever played in? And Brett Thorson told me, he said, well, hasn't really played a lot of in a lot of big stadiums. He played in um, junior leagues of the AFL. And one of our um, noted commenters on YouTube uh, points out, which I will uh, make sure I, I have that correct, is that you know there's it's not rugby. Everybody thinks it's rugby, but um, Australian fo rules football is a lot different. It involves a lot of uh, kicking and running and uh, directional kicking um, and kicking on the run. That's why the Australian punters are in such demand because it's hand-eye football coordination. Uh, but, you know, such good stories there. You, you know, one of the things about Brett, he told me, is that he went and kicked and had like an assessment, and he, he annihilated the ball and did very well. But somehow uh, his instructors um, or the evaluators at ProKit got his name mixed up with somebody else's photo or face, and he didn't get called because they thought it was another guy. And uh, he showed up for another assessment and he, he did he did so well again the next time. And they they finally sorted it out. that They got the wrong name with the wrong face. And like they were trying um, to to bring him in. But it was a guy, another guy's name and contact information. So it's funny how all that worked out. One other neat little story uh, that I included in, in my copy over the weekend is, you know, get this, folks. This is this is not a life lesson for a lot of people. So. So Brett Thorson, like most lads in Australia, they, they spend their entire life trying to play um, Australian rules football, the Australian Football League. 
and the AFL game and their junior leagues. And, you know, there's no, you know, I'm going to have three sports in a year. There's none of that soccer, lacrosse, football, basketball, baseball, <clears throat> wrestling, that sort of thing. They're basically kicking from that early age of five years of age. And when you get 18, it's kind of like the high weather mark, whether you get drafted or you don't get drafted. And Brad didn't get drafted. Um, and so maybe that life's dream, that box wasn't checked. And maybe he took an L there on that one. But the funny thing is, is when he redirected his life after a couple of years and, you know, basically jumped on that tread of Australian punters, uh, he, he goes to pro kick. Now he's been placed at the University of Georgia. But should he make it to the NFL? That's a, you know, million, two million dollar a year contract. Uh, Brett even shared me the story of one of his countrymen, Cam Johnson, who recently signed a three year, eight million dollar deal uh, as a free agent to go to the Texans. And folks, I know you guys are ripping through the math right there. That's about two point six million per year. And ironically, I asked him, I said, all right, Brett, well, what is the best player in the AFL usually make? And he's like, well, that's about one point three million Australian. Uh, you know, and that would be even, you know, that 1.3 million American, that would be even more in Australian dollars. So I think it was interesting. He has the potential to basically have a much greater uh, salary, a much greater earning potential, uh, not following his lifelong dream of playing in the AFL with his countrymen, but, uh, but trying this new path on and trying to uh, make it as a you know, punter in college football. And then also as a, as a punter, in American football in the National Football League. Just really interesting, really juicy, really tasty story, a delicious story uh, to, to sink our teeth into. Um, speaking of tasty, juicy, delicious, that's kind of what you can get every time you fill your shopping cart up at Kroger. Kroger is our sponsor always each and every week for Before the Hedges. I've uh, been going strong for over five years now. And uh, let's take a moment right now to hear from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. Uh, there you go, guys. Uh, what's uh, very rarely do you hear a voice more distinctive and more uh, with more uh, pizzazz than Brandon's voice on one of our programs? But I, I think Brett and Nathan have him beat tonight uh, on Before the Hedges, uh, chopping up all things Georgia's most recent uh, 2022 punter commitment, Brett Thorson. Georgia now has 12 commitments in the class. Uh, this is the time of our show where we break out the Top targets list um, again for this week. Uh, got another listing of thirteen here. Let's. I'm sure the fan base hope that hopes that that's going to be a very lucky thirteen for the University of Georgia. They're currently looking. They're currently sitting at twelve commitments, twelve public commitments for the 2022 class. I think the number might get up to about 25 or so, uh, maybe 26. Depends on how many. Uh, maybe post spring practice, uh, pre fall practice, uh, uh, transfer activity targets, transfer portal tar targets happen. But um, let's start off this week's list with number 13, uh, Addison Nichols. Uh, Addison is at a greater Atlanta Christian. 
He's an Under Armour All-American now. Uh, he will play in the Under Armour game. Just a great all-around, great, fantastic young man. You guys will be reading about uh, him on Dog Nation the next day or so. Uh, out of Greater Atlanta Christian, uh, really, he's rated as an offensive tackle. I think he's more of a guard tackle type. I think he could kind of be versatile all across the line. And if there's one thing about – there's one word I would use to describe Addison. It would be uh, excellence, but also versatility. Uh, All-around excellence is probably a good way to describe uh, Mr. Nichols out of Greater Atlanta Christian. Number 12, you've got the four-star offensive tackle. I think that's another guy that could be rated as a guard or tackle. Tyler Booker out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. I think Georgia's got his official visit in the third week of June. Um, Tyler Booker, really, if you, if you want to cull through a lot of the comments, cull through a lot of the stories and a lot of the buzz, really feels like it's going to be Georgia versus Florida for Tyler Booker there. Um, he's going to take a couple more visits. I think he might take a visit to Ohio State, maybe Penn State, um, maybe even USC. But I think for Booker, there's a chance to play right away at Florida or to really be part of something um, greater and be part of a very deep offensive line room at the University of Georgia. Uh, Tyler Booker has said many times that Georgia was the first school to really recruit him hard. Uh, Trey Scott was recruiting him as a defensive lineman until he switched over to the offensive line um, out of necessity at IMG due to some injuries. And, um, you know, Tyler Booker is a, a top 50 prospect in this class. Another IMG gentleman is five-star safety Kamari Wilson. Uh, Kamari is the nation's number one or number two safety in most all of the um, recruiting services. He's also out of Bradenton. Kamari Wilson just named his top 12. Georgia made his top 12. Uh, I believe most folks can expect Kamari Wilson to also uh, take an official visit or might even turn out to be an unofficial visit. Uh, Kamari Wilson will take his uh, take a visit to Georgia also in that very monumentally mammoth uh, first weekend in June with a lot of official visitors and visitors um, from all classes and from all states. Uh, number 10 on our list, that's the Nylon Morissette. He's out of Hustle, Inc. Um, also, currently, his last school was at Brookwood High School in Snellville, Georgia. Uh, Denylon, um, four-star wide receiver, Georgia, certainly in the mix there with him. He's been playing ball with Gunnar Stockton for a lot of years. Denylon's going to take his uh, official visit that first week in June as well to Georgia. He's also going to visit, I believe, Georgia Tech in the following week um, for Denylon Morissette. He's got a top four. Uh, also, Alabama always looms in that recruitment. Number nine is Traquan Figgins out of Oxford, Oxford, Alabama. Really impressive uh, corner, about six foot two. Uh, Georgia has been his top school for some time. Uh, number eight, Evan Stewart out of Liberty High School in Frisco, Texas. Frisco is basically greater Arlington, greater Dallas. Uh, Evan Stewart is a nation's number 40 wide receiver. Uh, Georgia's likely going to get one of his official visits. Um, he is a former Texas commitment. Number seven, and I was debating whether to move him up a little bit more this week, but I decided to leave him at number seven. Uh, that's Travis Shaw out of Grimsley, North Carolina. That's a young man that uh, Jalen Walker has targeted uh, as a guy he'd certainly like to play with in this 2022 class. Uh, Travis is a five-star defensive tackle, another five-star type uh, guy on the offensive, excuse me, on the defensive line. Uh, Travis is a guy that probably feels most welcome playing a, a zero, one, two, or three. Could probably play a four eye, maybe even stretch out to a five, but I think he's an interior um, uh, defensive lineman at the next level in the SEC. 
Uh, he's taken a lot of he's uh, taken a visit to Georgia and is familiar with Georgia uh, prior to the pandemic. Uh, number six on our list, five star former Alabama commitment Jeremiah Alexander. Uh, Jeremiah uh, was at Georgia for the Notre Dame game back in 2019, and he tells me he's never forgotten that. Uh, Jeremiah is a five star. Could be a defensive end. Could be a linebacker. It'll be very interesting to see when he gives Georgia an official visit in due time. Number five, another five-star defensive tackle. That's out of a uh, young man out of Cordova, Tennessee, St. Benedict at Auburndale um, for Walter Nolan. Used to live in uh, Louis, Mississippi, excuse me. Now he's in Tennessee. He was at one time, and he was an IMG as well. Nation's number one defensive tackle across the board. Um, there are a lot of schools that are in the mix for him. He recently dropped his top eight. I think Georgia is certainly in the mix there. Georgia is going to get a visit. He knows Georgia will get an official visit. He told us that back at the Under Armour camp. Number four, nation's number one tight end, Oscar Delp out of West Forsyth and coming Georgia. Uh, Oscar Delp, uh, really chummy with Gunnar Stockton. Oscar Delp uh, plays out of West Forsyth. Great relationship with Dylan Fairchild, the 2021 uh, state heavyweight wrestling champion as well. He's part of that hustle link. He's going to be in a town on the first week, first week in uh, June as well on an official visit. Um, ben George's number one target at tight end for basically since he broke out early in his uh, junior season at West Forsyth. Uh, number three, Georgia stressing the need here for Georgia to get better on the offensive side of the ball. Georgia to get more explosive. That's Kojo Antwi. His name is explosive in my mind. It's what it seems like whenever I see his name. He's at a Lambert High. He's another in-state homegrown potential target. Really great friends with Oscar Dell. Also on that Hustle Inc. team. Also uh, saw a very major movement in his recruiting when Gunnar Stockton did choose Georgia. Uh, Kojo Antwi, the schools to look at there is he's got um, an official visit also scheduled the following week to Texas A&M. Uh, Kojo wants to make his decision in early July. Number two, Branson Robinson. Branson just recently named his top five. He dropped uh, Clemson in there as well. Georgia's in there with, uh, along with LSU, Alabama, and Tennessee. Uh, Branson Robinson, uh, he's been, the, for me, uh, he's a number one uh, running back in the country on Rivals.com. He's a four-star right now currently in the composite. But for me, I think this guy has been the best fit and also the best overall talent that Georgia uh, has been tracking at running back in the class of 2022. And number one, uh, still holding on to that number one spot this week is Mikel Williams out of Columbus, Georgia. Mikel is a, uh, to me, looks like a five-star lineman. He's about number 42, number 43 in the country right now. About 6'5", about 260 pounds. Uh, he's going to take an official visit right now to uh, Southern Cal in the month of June. It'll be very interesting to see when he takes his official visit to Georgia as well. Um, I think his decision could come sometime this summer. Uh, one thing we didn't get to do last week because we were uh, racing to get through a lot of time. We had such a good show with Jalen Walker. Uh, some other big names to know in the class. I don't know if there's still 14, but let's roll through them. Jordan Lockdown Allen. He'll be part of our online chatter segment. Catron Fatman Allen out of IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Be interesting to see if Catron, um, is able to make an official visit to Georgia at the same time with his buddy, Tyler Booker. Uh, another name on the list is Marcus Allen out of Walton High, three-star corner. To me, there's a whole lot to like about uh, Marcus on and off the field. I think he's an ideal uh, type prospect for Georgia. 
uh, in a lot of ways. He's got that length. He's got that uh, tenacity. He's got that ball skill. Um, he's also got a very fine head on his shoulders as well. Uh, name on the list here, Emory Floyd out of Hillgrove in Powder Springs. Um, there's been some, I guess we would call it some uncertainty about Emory Floyd, and it's not just about um, whether or not he's going to keep that May 7th decision date he's been talking about. Um, Emory Floyd has recently scheduled a, a visit. He announced on his social media to Auburn as well. Auburn seems like the team to watch right now. It seems Auburn is really prior, prioritizing him in their class. Um, he would be a special part of their defense. Um, and, you know, at some time, he, 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 sometime over the last couple of weeks, uh, he even told 24-7 Sports that uh, Auburn was likely his new number one school. And uh, Emory Floyd uh, at one time had long, long held that fact that Georgia was his number one school. Uh, another name to look at, Andre Green. That's another playmaker out of Richmond, Virginia. A name on the list I want you guys to know about is John Keese, J.Q. Hardaway. Uh, J.Q. is also on Hustle Inc. He's a former teammate of uh, Mikael Williams. He has moved from uh, Hardaway High School to Central Phoenix in Alabama, in Phoenix City, Alabama, for his senior season. He's also got a commitment date coming up. Uh, Shalik Knotts is a top 60, top 70 wide receiver out of Monroe, North Carolina. Not too far away from Jalen Walkertown in Salisbury, North Carolina. That's another uh, Under Armour All-American and their top 60, top 70 prospect to pay attention to uh, for this class. Uh, Daniel Martin out of Marietta High School in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, still shows up on our top targets or team top prospects to watch. Names to know for the class. Very long. I think he's a safety. I think he's a um, either he's an in-the-box um, safety or a, a downhill uh, safety or a guy that could possibly play um, the star position, uh, and especially in certain packages uh, for the right school. A uh, new name on this list is Alex McPherson out of Fort Payne in Fort Payne, Alabama. Now, Cole's kicking and other entities do the uh, ratings of the, of the kickers. Uh, that's not a rivals or composite rating there for Alex McPherson, um, but Georgia just recently offered him. He's rated as a five-star and the nation's number one kicker in the country. Um, for Cole's kicking. And very interesting, you start thinking about it. Looks George would be looking really ahead uh, to what they were trying to be doing, taking a specialist at punter and at, as well as kicker in this class. Uh, Alex McPherson um, got a good relationship there, it seems like, with the Camarda family, Jay Camarda. Uh, they noted on social media what a great family that the McPhersons are uh, from Alabama. But you start thinking Georgia with Jared Zirkel in the 20. 21 class and then you excuse me in the 2020 class and then you uh, already had j-pod uh jack pudledsny uh redshirt sophomore i believe this would be his redshirt junior year potentially at georgia um we still have some eligibility left but georgia still looking to extend a scholarship already to a uh, kicker out of fort Payne, alabama another young man keith miles out of new jersey jersey city new jersey he has georgia among his top schools as well Four-star Christian Miller, I hope you guys fondly remember his, uh, his time on our program here when he, was, he hung out before the hedges as well. Uh, Christian's got a lot of things to look at. He's got a um, uh, recent visit, unofficial visit to Southern Cal, Ohio State, Georgia. Those are the schools really to watch there with uh, Christian Miller out of Cedar Grove. Um, Sean Murphy, five-star linebacker out of Manassas, Virginia. I think he's the nation's number one inside linebacker. Um, that's a name that probably still deserves to be on this list. Uh, three-star safety, Jake Pope out of Buford, Georgia. 
Jake recently dropped his top eight. Georgia made the list for him there as well. Uh, Quayshon Sapp out of Lee County, impressive-looking offensive lineman. There are other schools that are going to really recruit Quayshon Sapp harder or um, maybe maybe they'll make a more aggressive move to say that he'd come in and play right away. He could be a starter right away uh, for Quayshon Sapp. Uh, very talented young man, one of the – finest offensive lineman I've seen on film so far in this class, but the path to him to play early is a lot easier at some other schools, a lot less uh, crowded at other schools compared to the University of Georgia. And I'm sure that's what other schools have been telling uh, Mr. Sapp out of Lee County. Uh, two other names to keep on the list, and they could be potentially two huge names in the class. Uh, Shamar Stewart out of Opelika, Florida. He's in uh, Monsignor Pace, uh, five-star strong side defensive end. You got to think with Georgia, um, is Georgia going to get Stewart and Jeremiah, Jeremiah Alexander? No. Um, are they going to get both of those guys? No. Are they going to get one of those two? Maybe. And I think if Alexander goes a certain way, then that increases the chances with Shamar Stewart and vice versa. And the last name on the list is Antonio Williams, another playmaking receiver out of uh, Dutch Fork High School in Irmo, South Carolina. As far as timelines for 2022 targets, not as many on the board as they, they were in March and April. Um, John Keese, JQ Hardaway scheduled his for June the 20th. That means he'll be able to take a couple of official visits by that time. Georgia is, is, in, is in his final six. And as we stated earlier, Kojo Antwi, uh, he's going to make his decision or is scheduled to make his decision on July the 5th. Uh, let's take a quick look at the uh, breakdown. Georgia's still number two in the country. They have two offensive commitments, nine defensive commitments. The two offensive commitments are uh, Jordan James, the recent uh, running back commitment out of um, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and Gunnar Stockton, of course. There's now nine defensive commitments. There's one special teams commitment. Uh, four guys in state, uh, excuse me, eight guys in state, four guys out of state. Uh, Gunnar Stockton, Dayon Bowie, uh, and Malachi Starks are your five-star commitments. Uh, they have top 50 commitments from those three gentlemen, plus Jalen Walker, eight current top 100 commitments, and also eight current top 150 commitments. There are 10 commitments in the SEC footprint. There are two beyond the SEC footprint. And I guess if I was kidding myself, I would also probably would put up a column here about international Bulldog commitments, and that is now one uh, with one Brett Thorson. We got a chance to chat with him earlier in our show. If you guys are just joining us now, please come back and see that. Uh, come back and check that out because it is a very, very – unique dog nation conversation this week with one Brett Thorson. You guys could read it all on the pages of dognation.com, but now you got to listen to him and see him and a uh, very delightful fella uh, to chat with to say the least. Um, all right, guys, a couple more things to get to tonight. Uh, let's, let's look at, uh, first of all, you got a question, YouTube, you got a question, Facebook, uh, light it up right now. I'll be getting to those in a second. But I wanted to also take you through uh, some online chatter and some tweets that I wanted to bring to everybody's attention. Um, first one here is uh, there's a lot to get to. Not a lot, but um, some interesting things. I want to point to uh, one right here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, as you know, you may have seen on social media, uh, Georgia 2022 quarterback commitment, Gunnar Stockton, uh, uh, celebrated a birthday yesterday. Uh, he was 18 years of age. Uh, and you got to like this tweet from Tony Ballard. Tony Ballard is a uh, 
Uh, his 707 coach at Hustle Inc. Hustle Inc. does a great job with young men all across the state in the Southeast. Um, building men, uh, pouring some good things into young men, uh, and also having a lot of fun, too, with a lot of cool gear. But look at this one from Tony Ballard. Uh, and what do you got to say? You know, you grow up Georgia, or as Brett Thorson would say, you grow up Georgia. Uh, J-O-R-J-A is what it sounds like to me. Uh, when Brett Thorson says it, but look at this picture here. You've got Gunnar Stockton. Uh, he can't be more than four or five years old right here. Um, and he's wearing the Georgia jersey right there. Uh, Tony Ballard must have gotten that from some member of the Stockton family to share that on social media on his birthday. Gunnar Stockton is 18. What a great young man uh, on and off the field. Uh, I'll probably never, uh, never, uh, forget the quote his uh, dad gave me, uh, Hall of Famer in his own right at Georgia Southern, who's the defensive coordinator at Rabin County. But uh, he wanted his son to be a, a, a kind, gentle soul, uh, a man that uh, a young man that grew up to love God and fear God. But then when uh, it came time to play football, then he would unleash hell on the football field. And that's a great, that's a direct quote there from um, Gunnar Stockton's father, Rob Stockton, but certainly a good way to describe um, a guy that would be one of the faces, the future faces of the Georgia football program. Uh, I'm not sure if you could ever look at many quarterbacks in, the, in, in Georgia football history over the last um, 10, 15, 20 years. I don't know if you could ever say really anybody um, unleashed hell on the football field between, between throwing it deep, um, being a Tempest to deal with with his legs and making a lot of plays uh, as well. Uh, Gunnar Stockton celebrates his birthday there. I thought that was really cool. Um, one of the tweet I want to pull up, uh, that fellow Jeff, um, we tweeted it out recently, but uh, uh, we also had a tweet where we kind of looked at a couple pictures from his uh, junior season. And there's a recent picture there with a Hustle Inc. hat on about uh, just celebrating his uh, 18th birthday uh, yesterday. It was a good day for the folks that uh, care about Gunner and love Gunner celebrating him yesterday on another birthday. Um, let me look at a few things. So let's pull up this tweet from Branson Robinson out of Mississippi. As we said earlier, he's the number two target on the list for Georgia and top targets. He's been a top three, top four target the entire time we've had our list. Um, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, and Tennessee. Um, folks that sit there and wonder like where the logos are and where the guys are. Um, not going to give much away there in that edit from uh, Branson as he's got them all tucked into that right pocket of his uh, tweet right there. Um, Branson Robinson, you know, I got, I'll get one question for you guys as you guys look through things. Um, you know, we went through all those names on the, on the top targets list. We do most of them every week. Uh, a lot of them don't change. Maybe some fly in, some fly out when other names uh, end up committing to Georgia. But I want to know, didn't we get to just get a straw poll of Facebook? a straw poll, straw poll of um, the uh, YouTube nation as well. Who's your most coveted recruit left in this class? I want to know what everybody thinks uh, who would be the, the number one got to get guy. If uh, if I could, um, if I could ask of you guys, give me your top two. If you can, you know, snap your fingers, wave a magic wand, uh, have a uh, varsity Coca-Cola or something like that. And immediately, move two, two names from that top targets list to the commitment list. I'd like to know who that would be. Um, another top eight, we mentioned that earlier. Look at Walter Nolan right there. Uh, Walter Nolan, that's the five-star defensive tackle, the number, 
consensus number one defensive tackle in the country. Uh, he's got his top eight. That's an edit of him meeting the media uh, recently for uh, the Under Armour camp. There's uh, Ohio State, Southern Cal, Oregon, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, and LSU. For for me, I don't think that's a, really a top eight. There's like maybe two or three schools I'm looking there that I know probably that's not a place where uh, Walter Nolan might end up. But I think uh, as he's told us, he sees Georgia as a place that he might end up uh, for sure for a lot of reasons. Doesn't mind coming to play with a lot of guys either. Uh, let's look at this tweet from Alex McPherson again. Uh, that's the uh, five-star kicker for Colts kicking. He recently announced an offer from the University of Georgia. Very rare to see offers go out to kickers uh, in this day and age, especially when Georgia can't have the specialist camp and look at exactly and see what everybody's doing and see how just how quality with the whole staff um, judging uh, that type of leg talent and mind talent for uh, the next great kicker at Georgia. Another top six list. Look at that one. This is from Jordan Lockdown Allen. Uh, I will report that Jordan Lockdown Allen still maintains his Georgia offer as his one pin tweet. Uh, he's got Miami there. Miami seems like a really big contender there. Uh, Ole Miss, Penn State. Um, those are four of the top six right there. A lot of big schools in there. Um, a lot of big, good schools in there for you've also got uh, Louisville and Tennessee. So, you know, folks can look at that list and see, you know, maybe there's a top two or three schools there. Um, he has scheduled an official visit to Penn State as well. Don't think he scheduled an official visit to Georgia um, as of yet. Um, and then those are our uh, those are all our tweets for the week. Um, hope everybody. Enjoyed kind of going through the grid. Uh, and everything going on there. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, the chat there with Brett Thorson and also a uh, really good assessment of how well he can kick and punt a ball, uh, basically just punt and boom a ball um, from his uh, instructor, uh, Nathan Chapman. Uh, Joe Tony has uh, Kojo and Walter Nolan as his guys. A dog fan for life has Kojo. Uh, Crow King, one, two, three, we lost him. Uh, but thanks for spending some time with us, uh, Croaking123. I guess you're going to miss a quick game I was going to try and play. Um, let me see. Any guy, anybody have any questions? Uh, Take a look at. Um, let me take a look at uh, Facebook. You guys got a question? Um, hmm. Uh, Johnny Webster. Yeah, I'm going to watch the Masters. I'm going to watch it uh, quite religiously, actually. Uh, let me see. Uh, Cody Cozart wants to know if Georgia recruiting Travis Hunter. Yes, yeah, certainly they are. Um, but Travis Hunter, I don't think, is going to go anywhere else but Florida State. I think you'll see a, a renaissance with um, Florida State football, at least Florida State recruiting over the next couple of uh, years, I think Florida State will get back into the mix as a national or at least an ACC contender. Uh, Jermaine King has a uh, representation here for uh, Walter Nolan. 
Pete Williams, how are you, sir? Hopefully you're having a good night. Uh, Philip Jordan Wells, haven't seen you in a while, PJW. Hope you're doing great. Hope you guys all had a great Easter. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going on, PJ. Um, anyway, guys, I'm Jeff Sintel. I always try to keep our shows right around um, right around one hour. I, I had a fun game. I want to play with you guys. I'm going to move that to next week. There's always a good time for and we can put in a fun little um, middle of the chat um, game to play with everybody. Um, but we'll, we'll save that for next week. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show. If you guys enjoyed the program, can you give it a like and share across your social media and timelines? If you could, I'd so appreciate it. And um, you guys got a parting shot. Anybody got a master's? Um, anybody got a master's contender in any dark horse picks right there? Uh, don't say Ian Woosnan. Um, I'm sure most people will be saying either uh, uh, Jordan Spieth, uh, Justin Thomas, uh, Dustin Johnson. Those would kind of be the the normal contenders. I think John Rahm is a name to look at. Um, a lot of a lot of dark horses. I think this is the year definitely that uh, somebody picks up uh, their first green jacket. Uh, Jordan Spieth, he's won a Masters before, but uh, a guy like Justin Thomas. Um, you know, Rory's never won one, but I don't think Rory's game is in the really, really the, the best type of shape to be able to win something like that. Don't think an Australian uh, like uh, I don't think an Australian like uh, Brett Thorson's home would be able to win one. Uh, Adam Scott's definitely too far off the list there as well, but um, should be another great tournament. It should just be great to see Augusta again, see Augusta with some fans to see Augusta in April. I know that will be a sight for sore eyes, at least for these sore eyes. Um, guys, this has been another Before the Hedges. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thanks to Kroger for their fine sponsorship throughout the years. You guys, get that click list going. Go get some groceries over uh, the weekend. I hope everybody filled up with their eggs to die and also their peeps and all their Easter candy. I hope they got most of those at Kroger. Um, for everyone, guys, at dognation.com, I want to remind you of two programs. You'll have a program tomorrow. Uh, Brandon Adams, Dog Nation Daily at 10 a.m. in the morning. I uh, don't think we're, we're going to have cover four this week, but we'll have a written piece for cover four over the weekend. Um, I'd encourage everybody to check out the pages of dognation.com. And uh, for everybody here, and Jeff Sintel included, we'll catch you later. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. I hope everybody has a great Masters tournament as well over the weekend as well. You guys have a safe night, and we'll catch you guys later on dognation.com. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.